When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public. Might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind. You better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack. You better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast, episode 131, The Road. I serve as your humble and oh-so-gracious host, Bryce Isaiah, and I am so excited that you decided to listen to the last episode of the Purple Pants Podcast of 2021. But if you have not already this whole entire year, please make sure you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Wherever it is that you get your podcasts from, we are there. Hit the subscribe button, write a review. Tell me what you thought of all the podcasts this year and give your baby boy some five stars. How is everyone's holiday? Listen, baby boy was on the go. I really hope that you guys got to spend safely time with your family. I hope everyone had an amazing Hanukkah. I know that ended last week. I hope everyone had an amazing Christmas, Kwanzaa, whatever it is that you celebrated. I hope that you did it and had fun. Baby. You know, I had running around getting these COVID tests because I about tested myself about 12 times last week. Um, And I just wanted to make sure that I was safe before I went home to go hang out with Barb and the family. And we had a really fun and great Christmas. You know, I'm not used to, gotta be honest, because you noticed the Purple Pants podcast. My family, we're not used to like normal holidays. Somebody always fight. Listen. It's a lot that goes on, but we really had a wonderful holiday. We all got along. And then after some people left and the crew that was spending the night, baby, our tradition is, listen, we go shot for shot for shot for shot. Listen, we was cutting up. It was really great. You know, just, you know, I used to be the one that would get up the earliest and make breakfast for everybody. But baby, the way them shots were set up, I was rolling out the bed at 1030. But I was just excited just to see everyone open their gifts. My friends and family calling me saying Merry Christmas. My godsons, my goddaughter, my nephews. It was just really a a great time. But I wanted to, you know, get back home because I felt like, you know, the new year is coming. And I'm not superstitious or anything, but I really do feel like you need to bring your house in clean. I feel like, you know, it might bring prosperity. And so. I uh, I started like cleaning, but I do like a deep, deep, deep clean. So I'm doing room by room by room by room by room. So I wanted to like get home to kind of sort of start that process so I could be working on it all week. 
But yeah, like, listen, y'all, we are to the end of 2021. Crazy. Okay, the year started off crazy. We came from a, a tumultuous year. I felt like 2021 was 2020's crazy cousin. And I, I'm looking forward to 2022. I know that it'd probably be a lot of the same old BS, okay, with the media, with Corona, Amorion, you know, political stuff. But I am for myself, I am setting new goals and I'm like, you know, looking forward to 2022. I know every year people be like, new year, new me, new year's resolution. Now, y'all know how I feel about New Year's resolutions. I hate them because I feel like what is the point of a resolution if you not, you you know, it's just like same year, same everything, which is why, you know, baby boy always says this. I am on the road to a better price. And that road doesn't just start at the beginning of the year. It is something that I am just on. And I encourage everyone that is listening that, you know, maybe make, this year, the year that you get on the road, because sometimes we be packing the car to go on the road. We say we're going to go on the road, but we'll never get on the road. So maybe this is the year that you get on the road to the better you and acknowledge some of the things in your life that need work. Acknowledge some of the relationships that probably don't need to be there. Acknowledge the job that you hate, but just always say you hate, but you'll never do nothing about it. Pack the car, okay? Update the resume and get on the road because the sooner that we all get on the road to a better us, the sooner we will be happy, we'll be at peace. We can be the people that we want to be, which is why baby boy is on the road to a better Bryce. Um, and you know, I want prosperity in my life. I want success. I want to be financially free. I want love. Okay, these are all of the things. I want to deal with past traumas that show up in my life that have me doing negative things. Like, you know, it's so much that I want and I really am speaking it into existence and I just really am speaking that over the podcast. Anyone to listen, like, listen, get in the car, start that road to a better you. It don't need to be a new year. Who this? Like, this road is a never-ending road. It's a journey. And people don't always get on that journey. They don't even know where to start. Um, And so I'm just encouraging anyone that is listening that, you know, let this new year come new opportunities, become new blessings, come new love and love of yourself. And, you know, just living in the truth that you are, no matter what you feel like is holding your limitations back, you know, ultimately know that the only person that is holding you back is you. And once you realize and recognize that the world is yours to take, okay? And once you believe it, you can see it. And once you see it, you can do it. And once you do it, you can be it. So listen, you know, I'm just, come on, preach somebody. Because listen, I'm trying to get y'all on the road, okay? Now, I'm not saying you get on the road and everything's okay, baby. The road is bumpy. Sometimes the road don't have street lights. Sometimes you might run out of gas and you got to get out the road. You know, sometimes you got to take a pit stop. But, you know, 
It's always good to just, you know, self-reflect and really work on yourself. And I encourage everyone uh, to get on the road. Okay, let's go. Come on, road trip. I am excited for the last podcast of 2021. So let me give y'all the rundown. Okay, we got the church announcements. And then I am so sad because I've got Dr. Sharia Lloyd on the podcast and we are covering the final episode of the series Insecure. Whoo, baby, I don't know if I'm ready for it. Then I have my boo the winner of Amazing Race Season 29, Brooke Cam High. Listen, y'all know Amazing Race is coming back. So listen, we just take a little look at the new teams. And, uh, you know, we warming the posse up for our takeover of Amazing Race. You know, we're going to be covering it here. Then we got the Freak of the Week. So listen, without further ado, let's get into these church announcements. <laughs> On this week's church announcements, I just wanted to remind the posse that the Bryce Isaiah 2022 Zaddy calendar is literally almost sold out. So I wanted to say thank you to everyone that has supported the calendar over this holiday season. Truly means the world. But baby boy is almost out. So listen, before 2022 get here. You would like that Zaddy calendar. Literally, I only have a handful left. I'm thinking about like 15. So I just want to let y'all know now would be the opportunity to get it before they are gone. And listen, now you just got to look at people posting theirs. So listen, make sure you get your Bryce Isaiah 2022 Zaddy calendar. Also, okay, they say new year, new merch. If you head on over to the Bryce Isaiah online store, you can click the link in my Instagram bio or my Twitter bio. Bay Bay, show your support. If you a posse member, we have some new Purple Pants podcast hats we have some purple pants writing pens and listen you know we like to wet our whistle we got some new purple pants podcast wine glasses in so listen start your 2022 off with some purple pants podcast merch and support your baby boy a young black entrepreneur okay trying to make my way in this world so i appreciate it so listen go 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 head over to that bryce isaiah online shop you click the link in my bio on instagram on twitter and bless your life okay now let's keep the man you rolling it's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday. 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's a man who is a menu. Me and potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. It's a man who is a menu. Me and potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. And we are back. This first of all, I just feel like I have to just start this off with <clears throat> How do I <laughs> say goodbye? The good times. <laughs> How the, the bad times. <laughs> I thought we get <laughs> to see forever. <laughs> but forever's gone away. Listen. Oh we, my goodness. We are back. <sighs> Everything will be. Okay, okay. We are here covering the final episode of the final season of Insecure, and I could not do this without my good, good, my girlfriend, my sister from another, Dr. Sharia Lloyd. Whoo, how you feeling? Oh my God, does it have to be the end? It was a, it was an emotional roller coaster. Uh, I felt like just today alone, mm. uh, just knowing that. The final episode was going to come. Yeah, I mean, good things do come to an end. So I mean, say, yes, that's that. They yeah, all good things come to an end, mm-hmm. and I think that that was in somewhat part theme of the episode, really. In some way, shape, or form, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> you, for sure. Of course, we always want more, right? And. For me, I guess what was so nerve-wracking, I just wanted it to be, like, realistic. I wanted Mm -hmm. it to be, I wanted it to feel authentic. Um, And for the most part, I was somewhat happy with the ending. I don't know, like I was telling you before, I don't think I would have been happy anyway. Either way, way, yeah. What was not realistic about it, though? I Like, it just, I I don't know. I I felt like the the Lawrence storyline, for me, was a little, like, fairy Tellish. Ooh, let's get into it. So, I mean, yeah, let's just get, you know, everything, let's break it on down. So, um, everything gonna be okay, the final episode. Um, It picks up right where we left off last week with that fight with Lawrence and Nathan. We see that Nathan drives Issa home, which I can only assume is a very uncomfortable ride home. (laughs) Very look uncomfortable. Okay, I'm assuming Tiffany's mom must have lived in a area uh, that the Uber was maybe like more than $45 because I would have probably took an Uber home. (laughs) (laughs) Look at you. 
But if it crossed that like $45 mark, then I'm going to just sit in silence. You're going to take it? I'm going to just take it. (laughs) Um, And for me, which came as a shocker, was that I I didn't know how it was going to go, but Nathan decides to end it with Issa. Mm, I was surprised. I was that. I I like that. Like you did all that at the party to end it? Please. I, right. You now you you gonna give up when mm-hmm. it when the going gets tough. Hmm. But I feel like, you know, when he was in the car ride and he was telling her that like I can't th- this isn't good for me, this is toxic, I can't do this, and I've been feeling something the whole time, but I haven't really uh spoke on it. And I, I clearly think that thing is like one, do you still have feelings for Lawrence? And two, like are you really like are you really in this or is this the rebound relationship right right I don't know I, I don't know I'm indifferent on that part so and I, I for me I it, this made me like Nathan even more because most people some people just stay in relationships just because it's comfortable and we know that Nathan is on the road to a better him and better health and like you know sometimes when we in a toxic situation we need to leave and we don't because it's just like it's what we know it's it's you know so I was just like okay growth I see you Nathan and that's a change because in the beginning you were not a Nathan fan I mean, I was a Nathan fan, not a Nathan fan, was a Nathan fan, right. Back and forth, right. Back, back, back what? and forth. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Aaliyah. Um, and, you know, Issa goes home. She cries herself to sleep, which, child, I, I didn't had many of those nights. Ooh, haven't we all? And she, uh, you know, is talking to herself. Molly comes by, brings our food. She like, I don't really want to eat. And then uh, we get to see more of the Issa Mira dialogue, which I feel like this season has been lacking. Um, and Issa is like saying to herself, like, I just want to fast forward to the part of my life where everything is OK. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it's funny because I really didn't know what to expect from this episode. Um, but I kind of liked the fast forward because I'm with you on that too. Like some days you're like, Lord, when is it going to get better? Right. Just take, just take me to that part. Just take me to that part. And I think that like us as like young adults uh, on this journey of adulting, I feel like, you know, we stumble, we fall, you know, we're in school getting our PhDs, you know, we're doing all of this, all of that. And I, I feel like there is just a lot of us that it's just like, you know, get into where I'm debt free and I got a man and I got kids mm-hmm. and you know I'm vacationing in, 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 on an island every six mm-hmm. months like you know give me to that part yes and so I was like just very curious as to like how they're gonna wrap this up mm-hmm. same and we remember last episode when we were at Tiffany's mom's house and you know Tiffany's moving to Denver and they all were at the kitchen counter and they were like we should get together for our birthdays and we see this episode that the episode goes in rapid pace. We don't really know the time frames until like the second birthday that we can figure out that it's a year. But it jumps off uh, at Molly's birthday. And it's like kind of weird because it's like we see Molly mom. We see some of the co-workers yeah. and then we see Torian and his family. Yeah. So we know that Molly and Torian are taking things a lot 
they're taking it serious. You know, the fact that me and them. Yeah, it's it's solidified when your mom, when both the moms is in the room. Right, exactly. For your birthday. Right. And Issa comes, I mean, not Issa, Tiffany comes into town. Uh, You know, very excited to see Tiffany. And again, it's this... uh, this weight that Tiffany has is like, which I was speaking upon last week. I'm like, she don't seem happy in Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kelly got a man. <laughs> Go Kelly. Okay. They like, uh, Tiffany's like, who is this guy? And he's like, it's the rebound from the other guy. And like, uh, Tiffany was like, well, don't you actually have to be in a relationship for it to be a rebound? <laughs> we gonna let Kelly live. We're going to let Kelly live her best life. Um, and Issa and Molly have uh, a great moment where Issa is helping Molly get ready to come out to her birthday party. And Issa is like, girl, are you nervous? <laughs> and I guess when you really think about it, it is a big step when you're meeting like your partner's family. Like, you Absolutely. know, are they going to like you? Are they like, you know, because I don't know a lot of marriages uh have been fractured yeah. if the coming of the families don't go well. Right, absolutely. It's a big deal. A huge deal. So, all seems happy with this birthday. Then all of a sudden, blah, 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 fast forward, um, it's Issa birthday. Mm-hmm. And they surprise her, her assistant. Uh, they're like, oh, Crenshaw's pipe broken. He out of town. And we got to get this together. And Issa like, oh, Lord. And we go to a surprise birthday party. And Kelly is there. Molly is there. And again, like in each of these fast forwards to each of their birthdays, it seems um, we see the progression. Um, And, you know, it seems that like the block is still doing well. Issa is still somewhat like kind of, you know, over Nathan, kind of not. You know, they just chilling. And then boom, 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 boom. So mind you, so then, you know, at Issa party, they like, well, Issa, you need to find somebody tonight. You need some birthday (laughs) Okay. My friends always do that to me, by the way. I, I mean, <laughs> child, I might have did it to you on your last <laughs> birthday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and so, but mind you, that is a thing, though, because, you know, it sometimes really if it's my birthday, like, listen. No, it's listen. really a thing. Okay. <laughs> Come bring this over here. Um, and then, bump, 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 who walks into the party? It's Nathan. Mm-hmm. What was your thoughts when you saw Nathan walk in? Why? Why? <laughs> because, I mean, they left off on such a funky kind of note. You know what I mean? According to what we saw. Like, for what? What you hear? And it was just so awkward. Like, you were here just because to say you got my calls and then you was out? What was the purpose? I agree. However, I do think, especially with Issa and Nathan, is that like they had this weird relationship. Mm -hmm. Then they somewhat became friends. Yeah. And then like they veered into a relationship again that didn't work. And I really felt like for me to see Nathan um, really kind of like closure. Sometimes there's always those relationships. There's those friendships that like, you know, you wish you could have said this or you wish you could have said that. And I I liked how they handled it because at first when I'm watching them, I'm like, are they going to get back together? Like, what's going on? But it really was a sense of Issa was like, you know, people come into your life for a reason in a season. Mm. And I really see a lot of positive things uh, that you have brought to my life. And I hope the same is true for you. Yeah. And see, I'm one of those people like I need closure. 
um, whether it's like now or later. But I will say what was good about that moment, even though I'm still like, why did you come? Oh. Is that you can tell they were both in better places. Right. And so there was no animosity. You know what I mean? So that I'm cool with. I was cool with. I was not cool with uh, Nathan's outfit. Thought it was a little weird. <laughs> it's Nathan. Uh, yeah, I was like, I, yeah, I, it, the the hipster like I, you skate like sir, sir, you're grown. <laughs> it's Nathan. It, you know, it wasn't. It, it wasn't it wasn't doing given. what it was supposed to okay, do. Yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't given. I mean, he could still. You, if it was my birthday, I mean, he still get it. <laughs> you know, but. So all seems well in the Issa realm, and then it's fast forward oh, to Tiffany's birthday. Or no, wait, wait, wait. No. Is, did, did I forget? Did um, no, did, no. It's which we call to have her Kelly. Oh, so was it Kelly's birthday? Yeah. So okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, because you already talked about. So it was Issa? No, not Issa. It was Molly, then Issa. And then I think oh, it was maybe it might have been Tiffany, Tiffany and then Kelly and then Kelly. Okay, I yes. think okay. so um, because I don't think Molly. Yeah, so Tiffany's birthday. So all the girls fly out to Denver. Mm-hmm. Tiffany's beautiful home, beautiful. Um, you know, and Tiffany is not happy. And the girls is like, "What's going on, girl?" And mm-hmm. she's just like, "I didn't. I'm still not working. I didn't come out here to be the Real Housewives of Denver." Mm. Surprise. And they're like, well, isn't his family out here? And she like, child, that warm welcome has worn off. Mm, that tends to happen. Yeah. Because it's like, we Sounded ain't just, good. Right. <laughs> and then they're like, well, what about that great school that you said? Like, you know, you're it's going good. But like, you know, she's the only black child in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's not a great thing at times, especially right. like, you know, when a child is growing up, it's great for a child to be in a diverse melting pot because, mm-hmm. you know, it sets you up for the real world and, and just gives you so much more advantages. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, they're kind of like, you know, sort of focusing on that. And Molly and Issa are in the kitchen having a conversation. And Molly asks Issa like, well, girl, what would you have said during that conversation with Lawrence, if Nathan didn't bust in, but she was triggered by that picture because mm-hmm, like, she, you know, she thought she was good till she saw that picture. Yes, because uh, Derek, Tiffany's husband, had a picture of all the fellas and their children, mm-hmm. and she saw Lawrence, and you know, she kind of just, you know, that look on her face. And so Issa doesn't really answer the question because uh, we know we, she probably would have, like, you know, gave him a wop pop pop. And then we take the first blow of the night where Molly uh, gets a call from her brother and we we learn that Molly's mom has passed. Yeah, so sad. Was not Mm. expecting that at all. I wasn't, but for me, I was like, you know what? And we've talked about this. Like, you know, like this is the the age that things, you know, start Mm -hmm. to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was just, yeah, it was somewhat devastating. It was, it was. And I was just like, ooh, like I was like, um, in the midst of such a good moment, in the midst of because because life doesn't wait for like when you (laughs) when good when you're ready for it. Yes, listen, um, and it for me, what made me a little bit happy in the sense of that, like, although you're never prepared emotionally for it, you know, Molly was pushing her family to like Mm -hmm. get your final arrangements 
together. Mm-hmm. Get mm-hmm. like you know and pivot a little bit because uh, I feel like I had somewhat of an emotional holiday this Christmas. Okay. It was like a, a really good Christmas holiday. Uh, you know, my family gets together and um, it was like towards the end of the night I just started somewhat having a conversation with my mom. Oh. And you know, it was like a little weird. I, I literally felt like I was Molly, but I was just like, you know, uh, in the event that things happen, what should be and how did Barb take that so she took it really really well like I mean as well as because child then I started crying like it was just this whole emotional like thing Mm -hmm. Uh, but I felt like it was just a conversation that just needed to be had yes and like you know we didn't get very far but at least I feel like we just like laid the groundwork yeah you started the conversation for sure and Mm -hmm. so it was just like you know um and but you know Molly had done that groundwork so at least like you know in this time like at least you know her father will be good like you know things are just in order so it is yeah it just was you know just woof it was just it was a lot Mm -hmm. so you know fast forward it's Kelly birthday yes come on Kelly come on Kelly and Molly wasn't there Um, and so Tiffany Derek were there and Issa came in with this chocolate drop Mm mm-hmm she done moved on. She done moved on. Um, or so, now this is where, hold on, wait, let me just check my notes because I want to make sure that I am, uh, because, okay, was that, okay, 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 sorry. Okay, so, yes, Kelly birthday, mm-hmm. Kelly, you know, doing the most, Issa with her chocolate drop, everybody's chilling, it. and then Kelly at her birthday reveals that she oh. is uh, pregnant. Yes. Uh, and it's so interesting because sometimes, I don't know if you caught Issa's face, she was kind of like shocked and excited, you know, surprised. It's always the ones you don't think. Right. And it's like, you know, for Kelly's storyline, she's been the wild, crazy, we've never really seen Kelly in a stable relationship. Mm-hmm. Kelly has said multiple times on the show, she don't want kids. And boom, here she go. And then it was funny because uh, Derek's, uh, Tiffany's husband was like, well, uh, they were like, well, I thought you didn't want kids. And then Kelly was like, well, you know, after I died, he was like, you didn't die. What she said that was important, though, she didn't. But for the right one. Right. Listen. You know, and again, what I am loving about the closing of insecure is that like you know people are coming full circle mm-hmm. and again it. in this age bracket that we are in this is like really happening in my life like you know my friends are having children my mm-hmm. friends are getting married my friends are moving away yeah that's life uh, and yeah it's just like uh, so crazy so after that's Kelly's birthday then Rooker 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 mm-hmm. is Lauren's birthday mm-hmm and Lawrence is and which is so funny because Lawrence is on like FaceTime with his mom and she's singing happy birthday and that's something that my mom do uh, just interesting and so while he's on FaceTime with his mom do 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 Issa calls <laughs> timing and it's this like awkward they they do this awkward song and dance which I find super funny though that she called and she was like oh you answered like <laughs> right so you called but you didn't think I was going to answer the phone 
Because and mind you, what I really wanted to say is, girl, she need to learn how to send voice notes. Listen, because that would have been much better. Okay, because listen, it's he hear your voice, uh-huh. but it's a text, and you like if he gonna respond, then it's like you're prepared for it. Exactly, exactly. But obviously, like you know, Issa says that so much has happened. You know, uh, just in the friendship circle, uh, you know, with uh, Molly's mom, yeah. and you know, she's just like, I didn't want this much time to go. Bye. And I know it's your birthday and clearly it's on a whim, but she like, you know what? I wanted to take you out to do something. And Lawrence is like, I got plans. I got plans. And then ding dong. Mm, I thought it was going to be Condola, but they had just gone to dinner. So it's not right. Okay. Listen, this was his dessert. Back, exactly. And, uh, you know, it's very clear that Lawrence is dating because she called him babe. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so yeah, so mind you, you know what? I think we mixed it up. It was Lawrence's birthday, then Kelly's birthday. Okay. So, um, and because so Lawrence's birthday happened, Issa called him, the girlfriend popped up, and then we was like, ooh, but then at Kelly's birthday, Issa popped up with the well, chocolate man, that's drop. Right, because it was right after it was like, okay, shit, I moved on to so it's cool. She moved on too. Mm-hmm. And for me, this was a very pivotal scene and it spoke to me a lot was mm-hmm. Issa is in the bathroom getting ready, get, getting ready for some, you know, adulting. Yes. The fun adulting, if you do it right. Um, <laughs> and, you know, the, the boyfriend is like, Issa come to bed. Issa is like, you know, having a conversation with herself again. Which and I basically, uh, so do I. Because mind you, I feel like I have these same reflections. It's just not in the mirror. It's just yeah, in my head. Sure. I think we all do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Talking to yourself like, don't Talk- do it, girl. Nope. Mm-mm. Right. Or I am good for like, say, um, if me and you as coworkers and like we get into like a tiff or like I got a presentation with you and like, yeah. I feel like I got to check you. My time is in the shower. Ooh, do you have yeah. Have you ever like practiced cussing somebody out in the shower? That first of all, I talk to myself anyways, but yes, the shower is the best time to kind of run through those type of things. Like yes. it's your good personal think time. Because when you said this, I didn't like that. And if yeah. you got a problem, pull up. You got to talk it out sometimes before you actually <laughs> talk to the person. Yes. <laughs> uh, so Issa is talk. Issa's self is talking to her, and it's like, "Go, girl!" Like you know, <laughs> I know we would be able to get to this point, but mm-hmm. like you know, you back, you flexing, and as as the the new friend um, is saying, I mean, mind you, I don't know if this is Nasir. I think this is Nasir. That's his name. Um, he like, Issa, come back. Come, come. I'm yes, waiting for you. For the the, okay. The <laughs> phone ring. And it's Lawrence. Timing. Okay. And for me, this was like the, and this is again, maybe why I somewhat disagree, like don't love the ending. But you know, when the phone ring, Issa went to like, go jump and pick it up. Like, but herself was like, girl, what are you doing? Like it's it, a real it, moment though, Bryce. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Somebody calls you like, no, I want to pick it up so bad, but don't do it. Don't do it. You got to tell yourself, don't do it. Mm, and I feel like nine times out of 10, I pick it up. I would too. Which, huh? which is why I think the, the, that moment was so important to me because it was like, you know, herself was like, girl, let it go. Move on. Yeah. It's the discipline though. You know, when a man was right in the other room. So, you know, if it was, right. it was by herself, it might've been different. It might have been different, but sometimes like you just have to like dead things. Mm-hmm. And if it's meant to be, it'll be. But like you don't need to give it life when you've already tried to give it life. So that moment for me was like, whew, I was feeling it. Um, I just it really resonated with me. Um, and 
Issa, it seems that she's continuously trying to get in contact with Molly, yes. uh, but, you know, having a hard time. Um, and then they reconnect. She calls her. It seems as though it, another year has passed because mm-hmm. it is Molly's birthday again. again yep. And she refers, she says that Torian is home getting set up. So home, I'm assuming that Molly and Torian now cohabitate. They still together. They are still together. Uh, it looks like Kelly uh, is now working in the firm yes, with coming Molly. Up. Okay, which I love, you know, friends helping friends out, putting friends in a position. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not about what you know. It's about who, who you know. You know. Mm hmm. And, you know, Molly and Issa were just kikiing and they also had a really great conversation, which, again, I feel like we've been saying this conversation this whole season on the podcast is that, like, you know, they were saying, girl, when did friendships become work? Yes. I just love, though, that they're being intentional with the birthdays. You know what I mean? Because life happens, you grow older, you know, you're not seeing each other as often, but they're being so intentional now. And I really appreciate that about the friendship. Yeah, and I, but I think that that has that, that has to be for every friendship, every it friendship does. or long term friends that you have had. Like you absolutely have to be intentional. Mm-hmm. And I know there are some like friends that I have that I, I need to be more intentional with. Yeah. I think that sometimes I'm like, oh, we've been friends forever. We always gonna be friends. But no, but actually no, it's not. It's like that. Yeah, but you right. know those people that when you pick up the phone, if it's been a week, if it's been six months, it's gonna carry on as if nothing has ever happened. You know, right. And yeah, it is uh, just, it's just, uh, yeah, it's just, you have to be intentional. And Mm -hmm. like, you know, friendships, they are relationships and like relationships, it's work. It's not just, yes, for sure. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you're super close. Sometimes you just away. Sometimes life, you get engaged and you move away with your fiance. Sometimes you got two kids and you move away. You know, sometimes like, you know, you single and you trying to make it. So you hustling here, there, everywhere. So you not can't be available like how you're normally available. But like, you know, we're all on that road. Absolutely. But you got to be intentional. But you have to be intentional. Um, and so we see that. And I, again, what I love about Insecure is that it is modeling good black friendships. Mm-hmm. Deep connections and friendships that go through all kinds of stuff. That, you know, sometimes we don't normally see. And we especially don't see it uh, from people that look like us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So again, which is why I think the work of Insecure is just like so groundbreaking and so good, just amazing. We can uh, we just connect to it so well, right? Because it's like literally our lives, exactly, literally. So we know that Issa has the block has moved on up, honey. She done moved up, new car, new space. I said, you better go, girl, because we're tired of this apartment now. Let's move on up. She is, she's leveling up and it's just like, you know, just so interesting. So, uh, then now I forget now, Mike, cause this, this shot, the, the tears was flowing. Oh, Lawrence pops up at the new location. Yes, 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 yes. This is when I was like, Oh my God. And so, you know, she's showing Lawrence the new space of, you know, where she at and, you know, you know, the vision that she has for it. And, you know, she starts saying to Lawrence that, you know, it was all in her head and that like, you know, the, the doubting yourself, could you make it? Mm -hmm. Could you like, you know, where would you be in five years? Um, and she had come to the epiphany that I have to believe it if I want it to work out. That's right. 
And so at first, you know, we thinking like, okay, she's talking about the block. Like, we get it. But then, you know, child, Lawrence got that Lawrence look in his eye. And he's, Lawrence says to her, well, do you believe you want it to work? And that's when my heart started going, well, pom, 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 pom. What's she going to say? What's she going to say? And child, she said the best answer. She said, I'm okay with finding out. I said, ooh. Yes. Oh, where's my Lawrence? Let's, let's get out of my head. I literally was about to say that. Okay, where you at? Where you at? Where Hope? I got a couple exes that didn't oh, work out. Listen, where you at though? <laughs> so we assume that things um get better with them and then we fast forward. Now, mind you, this is when if I was crying. Tears. This is when, for whatever reason, um, I just really was like letting my tears out. Uh, so the next scene, we fast forward, and Molly is getting married to oh, Torian. Gosh. I first of all, before they came out, I was like, "Oh my god, is this Issa and Lawrence?" You know, I, and I was, you thought it was them. T- I, I thought it was them, and my job was going to be mad if it was them because I'm like, <laughs> it's too much of a progression. Right, right, too soon. But oh, Molly, oh my so, gosh. So now, real quick, before we get into the emotional state, I just want to like break down some logistics that I felt like Insecure might have missed out on, okay. or or we don't like. Maybe this is a real storyline. So. uh it's been a year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where Kelly baby? <laughs> Why did I think that too when they were sitting at the table um, at the wedding? I was like, where the baby at? But clearly she had the baby out there. So I, right. Or I mean, maybe she did. Like, you know, we don't know. Yeah. I just assumed with the babysitter, but I literally thought the same thing when I saw them all sitting at the table. Because I was like, where Kelly? Because I was like, is she still pregnant? Right. No, they she- completely skipped over that. Right. I mean, I guess, you know, she's like not a the main main Main, storyline. Right, right. But but we wanted to know. Right. I would have loved Kelly being like freaky breastfeed. Yes. Something. You know, like, boy, you're going to get this nipple after Mm -hmm. this baby done or something. (laughs) Yeah, they left that out. Okay, but, you know, it's fine. Y'all had a lot to do and you had a lot to cover. A little bit of time. Um, in a little bit of time. Hmm. Uh, First of all, y'all, it could have been 14 episodes. Okay. okay? Just say it. Listen, at episode three and four, it was a lot y'all could have left out to give us more. But listen, I won't. But we here. I won't complain. (laughs) But we here. Okay. Um, And when Molly does the dance with her dad. Uh, Oh. Tears again. Again, because, you know, us following the journey of Molly through all five seasons, Mm. her mother has wanted her to settle down. Her mother has wanted her to get married. Mm. Her mother has wanted her to have children. And it seems like, you know, Molly's life has, like, taken off since the passing of her mother. And I can only imagine, you know, what Molly must be dealing with, like, all of these things that her mom is not here with. Uh, So it just, for me, I was just like, oh, Oh, Jesus. And then, you know, a lot of the times at weddings, if like, you know, a grandmother, father, a mother has passed on, you know, normally they'll do like a little seat or a little mm-hmm. flower, a little rose, a little. Sometimes they like if they like a baseball team, they'll put the hat on the chair. Yep. But what I loved at Molly's wedding, she had this like whole table, table. honoring her mother. I was like, oh, so that is so special. beautiful. Yes. 
yes. I know it was hard for her. Yes. Because it, it's like, it's literally, it has to be the happiest and the saddest day of your life yeah. because it's like, I can only imagine the day that you dream, like, you know, uh, oh. I would imagine a girl's dream is like to have her mother there. Absolutely. Absolutely it is. Whew. So Issa uh, is uh, getting, well, no, then, you know, we see Issa by herself at the wedding. Yes. And I was like, well, what? Uh, what we doing? I said, "What well, did he fly back? You know, he, you know, this wasn't his week. Right. What but, are you doing? You know, Lawrence has Issa a drink and Issa says, there goes my girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a feeling I know all too well with like, you know, friends getting married and you feel like uh, why the relationship, yeah, like, you know, <laughs> well, why is it not me? And it also feels like not only is it not me, but now it feels like I'm, Losing a friend, even yes. though I'm not losing a friend, friend but, but I am losing a it's, friend. Yeah, it's a transition a in a relationship. Absolutely, it is. I, I felt that on so many mm. different levels. Mm. <laughs> so many. It's almost like a loss. It really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, people don't want to talk about that. But, like, I experienced it a lot. So it's. Uh, and so you can I, see that after the wedding when they're talking, too. In the right. And they are, and you break that down. Tell, tell, tell us that scene. So, well, first let me just go back and say, I was like, "Ooh, is Lawrence gonna propose?" You know, if they wedding. Uh, I was like, I thought that coming. too. Listen, was this what they went now, to the dance floor? Right? They just yes. Now I would have been okay with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, but it didn't come. But it's cool. It but it's cool. So after the wedding, Molly and Issa are in the bathroom, and Issa's helping Molly to take her dress off, the corset, of course. Um, we're on time but, to dress. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. now sidebar, sidebar, sidebar. Okay, after she come out that dress, girl, why was she in them ugly old granny panties? (laughs) I thought the same thing. Where the thong at? (laughs) Where is the thong? I mean, I know you got to be in the corset, but girl, why you got them granny panties on? (laughs) She said she'll get to that later. Okay, all right. Okay, sorry. Just, all right, continue. Yeah, so they're having a really good, genuine friend moment where, you know, you can say that you could tell that. Again, Issa's happy for her. Even Molly is feeling it too. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but I'm married now. Things are about to change. But I love the little moment where um, Molly's going to the restroom and she's like, well, I'm going to send Torian. And she's like, Torian who? who? You know what I mean? Like, they're connected again as friends. They're having their moment. And they're, you know, she's thanking Issa just for being her friend and being there. And that was right. a good moment for them. Now, that really came full circle for them and their friendship. Okay, because, listen, well, first of all, this fifth season has redeemed Molly because yes. listen, it, it, season three or four. Love will change you. I hope so. Listen. So, like, i happy to see Molly uh, and Torian. And so then, I guess this is like one of the final scenes where, again, Ooh. A year ago, the milestone was Issa got this amazing office space. And now this scene we see is the office space. It's not an office space. It's an office office. She's a boss. She's, I'm bossy. Go to sing on the track. I'm the beat of the track. Okay, I told Young Stunner to switch to A, Okay. So, and mind you, Issa looking flawless in that power red suit. And she is leaving the block. She gets her her Lexus. Lexus. (laughs) And that's funny. I know there are like so many nice cars. Now, this is another thing that I was wondering if this had anything to do 
with anything. But, you know, there's so many nice cars out now, you know, uh, Escalades, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Porsches, uh, Range Rovers. But I, for me growing up, I remember like when Lexuses used to be that like, oh, yes, yes, yes. I mean, that was like in fifth grade. But so I don't know. I don't know if that had anything to do with why she was driving a Lexus. But um, just like back in the day on Survivor, you know, during the last episode when they used to do like the montage where they would walk around and collect the torches. This is giving very reminiscent as Issa is driving. She drives past the Dunes apartment. Oh, reflecting on life. Okay. Then she drives past We Got Y'all. When she used to work that after school program, shot mm-hmm. I gag when she drove past Best Buy. Oh, hilarious. Uh, and another, uh, where else does she drive by? Uh, that I don't was know. the no, that was about it. Okay, those are the most iconic or memorable right. That's parts, right you know I mean? from season one and two. Y'all know yes. what we talk about. Mm-hmm. So then she pulls home, okay. and I'm like, oh, I and wasn't expecting this. Lawrence was sitting there with the baby. Now, mind you, it seemed as though they was calling the baby a different name. Now, uh, I, think that, I forgot about the baby <laughs> for a minute. I ain't even gonna lie. I forgot. <laughs> okay. But I think Lawrence gave him a nickname because it definitely wasn't Mustafa they was no, calling him. No, it definitely him. was not. But since we didn't have a baby name anyway, it's fine. Right. And so, and mind you, if, if they was going to propose, I would have thought, like, I thought it was going to be an ice cream. I thought it was uh, going to be in a cake. There's so many moments I thought it was going to happen. So many. But it did. Mm-mm. Okay. And, and maybe that maybe that is what keeps it realistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, there are some people that are just like, what, what do we need to get married for? Right, right. But it's a beautiful moment in the sense that we see Lawrence and Issa are cohabitating. And Issa, you know, she says she can never be a stepmother. Mm-hmm. And even you, Riri, the first time we was pocket, I, mm, I couldn't do it. Can't be me. Wouldn't no, be me. Oh now, all of a sudden, you like, yes! Because you know what the theme of this episode was, right? What is it? Love wins. Oh, okay. Oh, my okay. gosh. For everybody. You get a boo, you get a boo, and you get a boo. Well, listen. <laughs> Send them to Atlanta and Philadelphia. <laughs> Please and thank you. Okay. Uh, but for me, what was the best part of all of this was, of course, uh, I feel like Insecure is about the relationships that people have, but it's really about the friendships. Uh-huh. And Issa is getting ready in the bathroom and Lawrence is like, the lift is five minutes or three minutes away. And she gets a call from Molly and she picks up. Molly clearly is on her honeymoon and, you know, she's living her life. Issa is living her life, but they still were able to have a good little kiki. Mm-hmm. And for me, I just felt like, you know what? Like, this is the new normal. Like, you know, you still can have your friend. And that for me, that just resonated a lot. Absolutely. That, again, they keep having these good full circle moments that really show us like the true essence of friendship. Right. And, you know, where we met them season one, they were like, you know, best buddies, like, you know, boom, boom, boom. But now here we are season five, Molly, Mary, Issa, stepmom. But we, st- you know, like we said, relationships are working. You have yes. to work for those key keys. And like, you know, it was just uh, it was literally full circle. Absolutely. Everything going to be. Mm, OK. So, I mean, it it was a lot to take in. I do feel like, because um, I went on the Twitters and okay. I, you know, you know uh, 
a lot of people were like they were happy with it. Some people were like they felt like the ending was rushed. Well, listen, every see any show that ends. The last episode is going to feel rushed. And yeah, I only got what, 30, 40 minutes? I mean, what else did you want to expect? So, I mean, I felt some type of way about her and Lawrence getting back together because I was like, how realistic is it? I thought you wanted them together. I mean, like. I I would have loved it if they left it open ended, which they did, Ooh. which is why I'm very happy they did not get married yeah. or they weren't engaged yeah, because yeah. it's still like, you know, the relationship is open. We we don't know where it could go. No, we don't. No, we don't. I wasn't ready for it to end like that, but I'm okay with the ending. I am happy though that they are back together. Yeah, I mean, you know, full circle, love oh. wins. Timing is everything too. Right. You know, sometimes somebody might be in your life, but like, you know, you ain't ready to receive them. Me ain't ready to receive mm-hmm. you. So like, it just ain't going to work out. Oh, Lord. But how long you got to wait for it to come I mean, back around? I don't know. <laughs> Listen, we on an, a new year is coming. Okay. Yes. We got to get down this road. Okay. Come on back. Come on back. Not all of y'all, just some of y'all. Right. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, we could take a couple back for a test. But I really felt like, you know, just moving into the new year. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know the title of the podcast is The Road mm-hmm. I think that Issa really spoke to me in the sense of like you know everyone doubts their self everyone is their like worst biggest critic mm-hmm. you know no one wants to fail everyone feels like oh I'm gonna look like such a failure but it really is the, it's only you like yeah, you holding truly, yourself back right you have to believe it you have to see it like the, the naysayers are you and you have to like fight all of that to believe in yourself and know that the road that you are on is the road that you are meant to be and you're going to stumble, you're going to fall, but you're going to get there. It might not look like how you want it to look, but you're going to get there and you're like, life is going to evolve. It's going to move. So I just like, you gotta... It's always what I say too, right? Timing. Yes. Timing is a bitch, but timing is all on the... It's at the right time when things are supposed to happen and we just have to let it fall into place. Mm-hmm. You said, it's listen, hard though. It's it's hard, but listen, when you on that road, you're going to get to that intersection eventually. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just got to just let it happen. Mm-hmm. Well, it has been such a treat and an honor <sighs> to have... Watch the conclusion of this season. And, you know, I am so happy that we were able to have this conversation. And I am wishing you in 2022 prosperity. I'm wishing you love. I'm wishing you health. I'm wishing you wealth. I'm wishing you new opportunities. Speak it for both of us. Okay. get a boot. I get a boot. Okay, listen. I get some money. Listen, we leveling up. Yes, yes. Thank you for having me. I'm going to miss this. I know. Thank you. I was, and mind you, I was thinking, like, you know, let me just ask you this while we on air. Yeah. But, um, do you watch, um, P-Valley? Uh, yes. Let's talk about it when it's back. (laughs) Okay, I think it's coming out this summer, so that, listen. yeah. Y'all heard it first. Hmm, we don't okay, because if Riri don't pick up my phone call, I'm like, girl, you said it <laughs> on the podcast. I am going to hold my end of the bargain because I cannot wait to talk to you again. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Riri. Love you. I Happy love you New Year. to you. Hug Bob for me. Yes, I got you. And we out. We'll, listen, we'll be back this summer. Holla. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? 
Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Keep in the menu. Roll it. Keep in the menu. Roll it. Keep in the menu. Roll it. Keep, 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 keep it rolling. And we are back this week. I'm really excited because, you know, as the podcast grows, I feel like traditions form. And in true tradition of the Purple Pants podcast, I got word last week that Amazing Race season 33 is coming back. And I said, well, wait a minute. If Amazing Race season 33 is coming back, I need to put in a phone call to my good, good girlfriend. But it really wasn't a phone call. I had seen her in person in two weeks and she popped up and said, listen, is we doing Amazing Race? Because I need to know. So listen, welcome back to the Purple Pants Podcast. My Brookie Poo, Brook Cam High, the winner, okay? The winner of Amazing Race, season 29. Welcome back, Brooke. I got a bell ring. I like that. Hi, friend. How are you? I am good. So nice to do this again. Yes, I'm so excited. First of all, we need to know how is Bacon? Bacon is good. He's sleeping on the couch. Okay. Hopefully he won't. I got a treat in my hand in case he wakes up and I can just, you know, toss it at him and hopefully that'll distract him for our little season 33 preseason. Here's how it's going to go. Team, you know, look up and check out. (laughs) Look up and check out session. Yes, I'm here for that. I was excited when we saw each other a week and a half ago. And you approached me about it because I was like, at times I be, I feel like when I ask people to come on the podcast, it's such a commitment. And um, I feel like I don't want to put that commitment onto people. So I was so excited, one, to see you live and in color and in person. And then it was just good uh, that you wanted to do this because now y'all know I'm not the hugest fan of Amazing Race. You know, Survivor is my judge, but I do look forward to talking about Amazing Race. And I just have to say for the record, y'all know last season, you know, I was not huge fans of Leo and Alana. Okay. You know, baby boy had a lot of choice words for them. However, when I met Brooke, I met Leo as well. And I just have to say, uh, Leo is nothing like the edit that he got. Baby boy was so uh, carefree, lighthearted. And uh, it was so funny because Brooke was like, yeah, this is Bryce. We talked about you on the podcast. And he was like, oh, OK. I was like, he was like, I'll go back and check it out. I was like, you know what, Leo? He don't need to do that at all. It's OK. Edits are real. Edits are a real thing. Leo is Leo's a lot like you. He's very sunshine. He's very light. He's very kind. So, you know, what you see yeah. on TV is not always who people are in real life. But Not always. And see, I was ready to fight Leo because he had on. <laughs> These cute little baby shorts, like, you know, because, you know, I like my swimming trunks short. And Leo had on these short shorts and they was like blue and red and green. I said, ooh. 
So, okay. But enough <laughs> about Leo. Uh, yes, we are here for Amazing Race 33, the pre-look. Now, pre-look. y'all know Amazing Race is all about international travel. And with coronavirus, during the time that they filmed, and child, you know the Amorian variant, uh, variant just <laughs> popped up like, what's, what's tea? I like that you've renamed it. Yes. <laughs> yes. So give us the rundown, Brooke. What is the scoop on Amazing Race 33? Okay. Okay. So for anybody who doesn't know, we've been waiting patiently for you know, ever for Amazing Race 33 to air. So 32 finished airing about a year ago. And we have 11 teams now who I'm sure are just chopping at the bit to see themselves on television. I am excited. But before we talk about the teams, let's take a second and talk about the season, like what it's going to look like, how CBS pulled it off. So 32 finishes airing in December 2020 and 33 starts filming in February 2021. With no one having any idea what's about to happen, they get through three legs. I think it's like six days of filming and it gets shut down, which is, of course, the right thing to have happened because safety and you can't really do a show which is running around the world, interacting with local people around the world if you can't interact with local people around the world. So now I know that there are a few people. I know you're not, but there are a few people who are as big a super fan as I am. So I feel for these teams because I can only imagine, you know, you're living your dream. Phil has said the world is waiting you're running around the world and all of a sudden it gets shut down mm. you know if you want a prize in the first few legs of the race and this thing never makes it i don't think you're ever seeing that prize the whole thing is you don't get your prize until the show airs and so everyone goes home and everyone's being safe and if they're smart here's what i'm curious about bryce if they're smart they worked out they studied they got themselves in peak physical condition because these people got to see three legs of the race They have such an advantage. They know what it's like. They sort of got themselves into a groove. So I'm curious to see if anybody came back looking significantly stronger or knowing a whole lot more about what's going on after having like a year to study and watch old seasons and and learn, you know, flags and capitals and anything you might need for the show. That's such an interesting point, though. I, I didn't think about it like that. Like the fact that they like they filmed, did you say three legs? Three legs. And, you know, then it got shut down and then you go home. So it's literally like that's almost like preseason. And right. if now now this is where Spicy Bicycle come out. OK, if y'all was not that great on the first three legs and y'all come back not that great, I'm cussing y'all out. OK, I'm just letting <laughs> y'all know because I kind of agree. it's like the best kind of sort of feeling um, in the sense of like, I, I know what to expect. It's like taking the SATs. You know, they say statistically, the more times you take the SATs, the better you get. So I'm really excited to see how these players and teams will do because it's almost as if it's like an amazing race all-star. Yeah, it's like you get to come back for a second chance. And look, I'm saying I wouldn't be happy if I was one of the good teams at the beginning and one of those weaker teams, you know, worked out and studied. But you know what? That's what I would do. Take any advantage that you can get. Go home, work yourself out, like learn to dance, learn to speak another language. I, I don't do it well, but one of the things I did during the pandemic was teach myself or Duolingo is teaching me how to speak French Uh-oh. just in case. It's not good. It's mm-hmm. I mean, I can order at a restaurant. That's about it right uh, Well, now. that's good enough. I, child, I would get to the restaurant and say merci beaucoup. I mean, they would get it. Yes. So <laughs> another thing that is taking me by surprise is you sent us this link uh, to the preseason, which is so funny that it's written by none other than RHAP Michael Bloom. And I am looking at the initial cast photo and I, I literally got chills because I'm like, 
like, wow, it is so diverse. And I remember mm-hmm. last season we being like, oh my God, it's diverse. But for me, this season is even more diverse. And mm-hmm. it just, again, has me thinking the ramifications of the diversity project that, you know, me and several other survivors took on when we talked to CBS about diversity in front and behind the camera. And when CBS said that, listen, for all of our unscripted shows, it will be 50% BIPOC. And it is like, I'm looking at this cast and I'm like, oh my God. Look what you did. It's like, I, I don't know why I didn't think of Amazing Race, you know, but like looking at this cast, I was like, oh my God, like they out here. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's great. And I, I mean, we talked a bit about, you know, what you and some of the other survivors did last year. And it must be great to see it come to fruition when you see the new seasons and the new casts. And just like you said, it's, I think it's a very, I, I actually really like the cast. It's super diverse. And when we talk about them, I, I think there are some really, really interesting stories and some really interesting people. And so I'm excited to, to talk about the 11 teams. Yes, I am as well. And I just think of like anyone that is watching or has not watched Amazing Race. When you look at this cast photo, I feel like so many people can see themselves in some of these characters. And yes. it's like, you know, that's for me, that's the goal. It's like, you know, representation is so important. You need to see yourself. So I love it. But yes, let's get into these teams. Yes. Let me just let me just really oh, yeah, quickly say one thing. Sure. So for people who don't know or people who say, you know, well, they still technically taped during COVID. How did they do it? I think that you're going to notice on the new season, there are a couple things that The Amazing Race did that's very different than what they normally do. So one of the things I think we'll notice is the race stayed predominantly in Europe and it stayed predominantly in smaller towns, not super populated locations where they could... Um, not be around major, major cities and around too many people at one time. So they changed the route for the last nine legs of the race to keep people safe. And there's going to be more legs that are self-driving, which I actually find to be the most interesting legs of the race. From my understanding, there's not a single public bus or taxi in the last nine legs of the race. Everything is either private buses or self-drives or the biggest change, private plane. The amazing race race wrapped a like a 757 in the Amazing Race, you know, logo. And it flew all of the teams from country to country. Now, you may say this is not fair because all the teams run all the same flights. The and- same flights. Mm-hmm. But I'm assuming Roblox must be a big play in this season. I think so, too. And also what they said that they did is they were all on the same flight, but they staggered people leaving the airport based upon when you checked in at the previous leg. So it's not completely unfair. The way you finish a previous leg is going to have an impact on the way you start the next leg. So I do like that. It wasn't as if there's an equalizer at the end of every leg. So I like that they did that. The other thing you'll notice is, so there were two teams eliminated before the shutdown. I am told that there are, I believe, two teams that didn't return after. So I'm really excited to see how the race worked around it. So, and, so yeah. do you think we'll see the the teams like in the be- like the first three episodes and oh, then yeah. like oh, oh okay wait a minute because you know I'll be here for the little drama in the tea okay yeah we're gonna see the first three I don't know how I, I can assume there's gonna be some notification on episode four saying you know fifteen months later or something absurd so will they bring in new teams or like are those three teams is just out I don't want to give I, okay all right okay 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 know everything I made a good point. To not know everything. Okay. Okay. But I also don't want to give too much away. But I think there is one team that was not eliminated that will not be back. And you may see them on another reality TV show. We'll talk about them. Oh. Yeah. So let's talk about the teams. Yes. 
Do you want to you want to pick a team or? Uh, we can just go down the list. I think okay. the first team I see is Akbar and Sherry Cook. Yes. So they are from Jersey, which I love. And they are married. They met in college playing Division One basketball. So, you know, at one time, at least. They were in really good shape. So I think that they're going to have great communication. They have smiles that will light up a room and their outfits say focus on the love. Focus so I just on- feel you saw that, right? Yes, I see it. I, I love feel like it. they are super positive. I, you know, they're a little bit, you know, I'm air quoting, older for the race in their mid 40s. But that doesn't mean that they're not going to do great. And I really think they're going to be a super positive team. So I'm looking forward to seeing how they do. I love them. Um, I think that they're a married couple. So I feel like their communication styles might be a little different, you know, and I think the fact that their shirts say focus on the love. I feel like Akbar might want to do something one way and Sherry like, no, we're going to do it this way. And then like, you know, they got to be like, focus on the love, focus on the love, focus on the love. (laughs) I wonder how long that'll last. We'll see. Um, Okay, so who's next on your list? Um, Then I have Anthony. Ooh, (laughs) we got Anthony and Spencer or Anthony Sadler and Spencer Stone. But first of all, let's just take a minute. Okay, listen, we might have to add an amazing racer to the Zaddy calendar because oh. listen, Anthony, he look all right, y'all. Uh, and they are what childhood they friends? They are heroes. So I don't know if you remember back in 2015, there was an attack on a French train by a Moroccan terrorist. I do. And there are these three. One was a college student. The other they were they were basically they're basically G.I. Joe. And they stopped this terrorist attack and thwarted the attack and saved many, many, many lives. There were three of them. The third one, I believe, ended up on Dancing with the Stars many years ago. And the other two are now here on The Amazing Race. So you know these guys are fit. You know they're fearless, obviously, to take down an armed gunman. And as long as they get into the game, I don't know if they're super fans of the show or if they were, you know, recruited to be on the show. But as long as they get into it, I think, you know, I think they're going to do very well. Yeah, I uh, I get positive vibes from them. Um, it seems like they are bonded and clearly if they're in Europe traveling in 2015, right. they're well-traveled people. But listen, I, I might have an attack in my heart and I might need <laughs> Anthony to come save it. I love this. I love it. I love it. Okay, so next, I think I think next is the father of our team, yeah? Yes, it is. I now I'm, y'all know I'm gonna probably butcher his name. It looks like Arun. 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 Oh, I, I might not be saying it right. No, here. you probably are saying that right. Arun oh. and Natalie Kumar. Uh, and listen, it's Detroit versus everybody. Uh, <laughs> Y'all know I love these father, son, father, daughter uh, type of teams. So I'm excited. I I get positive energy from them. And I I feel like, uh, first of all, the dad, he looks in pretty good shape. Natalie is beautiful. They are, you know, I get good. I'm getting good energy from everyone. But I definitely feel like the dad is going to be like, the leader. Like, you know, I don't feel like he's going to be one of them old dads that you'd be like, no, like, I got to show you how to make a Facebook post or something. I feel like he going to be running the show. I agree. And the thing that I, first of all, I love a father-daughter team. I applied for the show, you know, a ton of times, once with my dad. And I think that would have been so much fun. I do not think there are enough father-daughter teams. I love the dynamic. These two are super fans, so you know I'm oh. a super fan. So I'm automatically behind them. I smile when I look at them. I want them to do well. I love a daddy-daughter team. So I'm going to be watching out for them because I think Arun, if I'm 
I'm butchering it. I apologize. He looks in very good shape. Natalie wants this money for her wedding, and you know a girl's oh. whatever she needs to do to bring home the money for her wedding. So yes, we might see Bridezilla out on the amazing restaurant get that money. Okay, <laughs> maybe. Okay, so I'm I, I'm hopeful for them. I like them a lot. We'll see what happens. Go super fans. Yes. Then we have the next team. Ooh, they're cute. It looks like Caro and Ryan. Um, I'm assuming that they are they're dating from Los Angeles um, and from Tom's River, New Jersey. Ooh, a lot of local people. Oh, uh, they met each other on Love Island. Oh, no wonder they look so attractive. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Caro and Ray met on Love Island. I hadn't seen this season of Love Island, but Simon, neither have I. Did you ever see Love Island season? Love Island UK season three. It's the only one I've seen. It is addictive and amazing and if you haven't seen it watch it side note it's oh. you'll become so invested and love these people and it's like 50 hours of your life but it's worth it um so anyway about carol and ray they met on love island i don't think they're still together oh I don't, I, like spoiler alert um there's like some chatter that they broke up and didn't come back oh um, but rumor has it that you may see them on x on the beach oh oh, oh i don't know don't quote me come on but, it's the Viacon for me, okay? <laughs> yes, and I um I I question they're very attractive and knowing that they met on uh Love Island, I question how well they will do on the race in the sense of, you know, they don't have that long-term commitment. They don't know like the ins and outs of each other. So I I I I feel like the Amazing Race could possibly put their relationship to the test. I agree. I mean, now speaking as someone who went on the Amazing Race with someone they didn't know, I don't think you need to know the person. But sure. you know, we weren't in a romantic relationship. Right. That's what I was going to say. But what y'all dating? No, 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 no. Um, so I, I don't know if the race was is the reason for their downfall, and maybe they're back together and happy. Who knows? We'll find out January fifth. Um, yes. So next up, we have Connie and Sam. Oh. They're adorable. He's like Coach Taylor from Friday Night Lights. He's a high school football coach. She's the wife of the high school football coach. They look very, he looks very strong. She looks pretty strong. Very positive, very happy. And they they also seem like good people. I think they took in uh, one of the football players on the teams, like live with them. I just think they seem like genuinely good people. Yeah. And, and and I I don't know what it's going to mean for the race. Right. He looks strong. She looks positive. They look happy together. And and we'll we'll see how that goes. So my first reaction to them is that I get that he is the fact that he's a football coach. I see that. Like, I would say like army, the military, Mm -hmm. like sports. um, And it looks like they're from North Carolina. So, you know, that southern hospitality. I love that, but I do. You, y'all know I could sometimes predict the future. You know, that's so raven. It's the future I can see. I definitely get, and I could be wrong, but you know, listen, I get my opinion here on the oh, Purple no. Pants podcast. No, no, no. I just get that Sam, being as though that he is a football coach, he got the plays, and like, you know, he looking at the map, and he telling, uh, what's her name, Connie? Connie. Like, we're going this way, we're going that way. But... Being as though that Connie is the mother, she runs the household, I feel like more times than not, her intuition is going to be right. And I feel like we're going to see that on the show. I feel like he's going to be like, no, it's this way. And I feel like Connie's going to be like, no, we need to get a tut tut. So over here, like, you know, I feel like we are, I I feel like this is the couple that we're going to see that in. And again, I feel like we're going to see them grow. Now, I could be completely wrong, but that's just what I get from them. But I love him. The things I learned about him is he is a football coach, but apparently his team hasn't won really oh, anything in oh, 60. Oh, so oh, maybe they're due for a win. Oh, I, I, that would be nice. Yes. 
Oh. Okay, who we got next? We got Kim and Penn Hardness. Oh, okay. So let me tell you about, so they're listed as internet personalities, again with the air quotes. So I was like, Ugh, I'm not going to like them. So I looked them up. So f- they're former news anchors. They now make YouTube content. Now, oh. I don't really go on the YouTube, so I was like, mm, okay. So I looked up one of their more famous videos. I thought I would despise it. Bryce, I kind of like low-key love them. I like love I, them. I kind of like low-key, like getting good energy from them. Um, they seem like very connected just even in their polls. I feel like being as though that you're a news anchor, I feel like you're well-traveled. You're well-versed in a lot of different things. So I don't know. I, I, I might be getting winter vibes from Kim and Penn. I mean, they're also Iron Men. Both of them have oh. been Iron Man or at least a half Iron Man. Yeah, they're in their mid-40s, but they look very fit. I was the second oldest woman on my season. I think she's the second oldest woman here. I, I honestly, I went down a little bit like of a rabbit hole on YouTube. They're adorable. The and second, I like them and I'm, I'm behind them. Yeah, the second oldest. She looks amazing. And so does he. They look great to be in their like upper, early to late yeah. 40s. Like they look great. I think they're going to do very well. They seem to really enjoy each other. They're goofy and they're either going to do fantastically or they're going to. Are they just going to like, right, fast. right, right. But I also like, I want. I want them when they're reading their clues. I want them to like read them in the news like, anchor voice. This just in, right? Yes. All right. So next, I'm gonna mess up. The, so we have Marianella and Marissa, or or as we're gonna call them, Lulu and Lala. And Lala. Mm-hmm. Yes. Twins, also from Jersey, which I love. Yes, they got a lot of people over on this side of the yes. coast. Um, right. Yes, they work for iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. First of all, Amazing Race loves twins. Yes, I'm here for it. Um, now I love them. All off the bat, but I feel like they're going to be like, because we didn't have twins last season. We had like sisters, but I feel like with twins, we bicker and fight. Like, I feel like they are going to be our comic relief of this season. I think so too. Yeah. They look like, I don't know if that's uh Lulu, Lulu to the left, like looking straight at us. She looked like she would be friends with Spicy Bricey and I'm here for it. And I think someday she will be. So yeah. twins always have like a special, like my best friends from childhood are twins and they always knew what the other one was thinking, but nobody said anything. It was like a little bit weird, but like in the best way, like they have just an understanding and twins have either done very, very, very well, like the Anderson sisters, or they've been out close to first. So we're going to see what happens with them. But I think they're going to be very funny, very spicy, very good to watch and good television. So I hope they last a while. Yes. So next up. We have Michael and Mo, oh. and they are they are labeled as singing police officers from Buffalo. Like, okay, okay, okay I like this. One do is like six foot a lot, right? Wah, bah, and do wah. they they literally look like the black version of, of twins? No, they look oh. like the black version of The Rock and Kevin Hart. <laughs> oh, that's better. I was like, they look like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito and twins, except no. they're both handsome. Yes. So uh, one is like six foot a ton. The other is like. Five foot, you know, not so much. And <laughs> what I did learn is Michael, the six foot a lot, lost 50 pounds to do the amazing race. And oh. he is jacked. So I want to see them sing. I hope there's a singing challenge. I have a soft spot in my heart for men who can sing. I think that is sexy. Yes. But. I um I also get from Michael and Mo, uh, you know, they're police officers. And I feel like from police officers. You have this sense of like camaraderie, like you Mm -hmm. watch your brother's back, you watch your like your other officers back. I also get winter vibes from them a little bit. I like that. I mean, they just they're going to be drama free. I I don't know. I don't know about the drama free because I also feel like, you know, uh, police, uh, they uh, they're 
at times can be like a, a very dominant presence. And so okay. I feel like two police officers, who's the captain and who's the lieutenant? Okay. I thought, okay, I like what you're saying. Hopefully they'll just be supportive and sing their way around the world. And I'm here to watch it, which I'm very excited for. Yes. So I think the next one you're really going to like, we have Raquel and Kayla. Oh. Flight attendants. Oh. And Chicago, respectively. Oh. So like at first glance, you might want to write them off because they're young. They're young, cute, petite women, but they're flight attendants, which I think may give them a big advantage, assuming that their like route wasn't, I don't know, like Houston to Topeka for their entire careers, you know? So I think they're well-traveled, plus Bryce, they're Team Purple. Yes, I see. Is that, who was that that got that one? Is that Raquel? Yeah, I, um, they definitely seem very fit. They definitely, it looks like Raquel might be the fun, flirty, and it looks like Kayla. Kayla might be the more serious one. However, this is what I would say. Flight attendants do the work of God. Hey, they have to deal with so much, (laughs) and especially in this day and era, and you know, every video going viral of like, you know, so I feel like they are going to be people person. Uh, I wonder, you know, we saw last season, uh, especially with the baby boys, Will and James, you know, they kind of, they did that alliance thing. I'm and, you know, hoping a lot that of- doesn't happen again. Oh, see, okay, maybe, <laughs> see, that's the, that's the survivor in me a little bit. But I feel like if there were to be an alliance or people like teams helping other teams, um, I feel like they're going to be at the nucleus of it because they've got to be friendly personalities. You know, they're in the service industry, uh, customer service. Yeah. So I feel like I, I'm getting good vibes from everybody, but I definitely I getting good vibes from them. However, I feel like for the other twins that we saw, uh, Lulu and Lala, like, mm-hmm. you know, I was hitting them as like the the fun go lucky sisters that might not be the best at the amazing race but they going like so although i'm saying that this team they might be more i don't know i feel like this team could be the the bickering friends and like you know and just because they are flight attendants we might be i don't i, I just don't know they could be really really good or they could be oh chillax <laughs> i think flight attendants you know one of the things that we did is you utilize the flight attendants. They they know where you're going. They know the city you're flying to. And so I think they may have a couple of, you know, trade secrets up their sleeve. And we'll see how it goes for them. I think I'm interested. I'm always interested to see how people in the travel industry do on a show like this. So yes, it'll be good to watch. Next, Bryce. Oh. Bryce. Mm. Ryan and Dusty. Oh. Best friends from Missouri. Now, I don't know if you looked anybody up here. Ryan, now I've gone down a very, very deep rabbit hole here. I will go down a deep rabbit hole for Ryan, too. (laughs) Well, I might got one for, never mind, never mind. Okay, different kind of deep dive, I think. But, um, so Ryan spent 10 years in prison for a crime he didn't commit. Oh, y'all know I love love at the lockup. See, okay, I'm team... Ryan, I would have wrote you. I would have put commissary on your books. I'm here for Ryan. Ryan! If anybody deserves a win, Bryce, like, as you know, I'm a criminal Hold on, attorney. wait. <laughs> sorry, sorry, because I just, I had to pull up my Instagram. Hold on, wait. Let me see if we can find <laughs> Ryan. Let's see if we could just friend Ryan right on now. Ferguson. Uh, ooh, he's, okay. Ooh, he's, ooh. Okay, uh, he got a nice little following too. Oh wait, oh wait, is, is this giving engaged? Who is this? Throw one heck of a party. Had such a, a wonderful time. Glad the beautiful Bridget and I could grab a good pick before the festivities took off. Well, Bridget is cute, but just know, Bridget, <laughs> we love Ryan. Oh, uh, we're a fan. We're a fan. 
Like, I did a very deep dive into his case. It's tragic. It's interesting. It's tragic. I want them to do well. I want him. He lost 10 years of his life. Mm. Like, I want him to get around the entire world. And his best friend was best friends with him before this happened. Best friends after his conviction was overturned, I believe. And now that he's out. And I appreciate the camaraderie. I hope they do fantastically. I am probably going to look into this case a whole lot more just because oh. I it's so interesting and so horrible. Do we need but, to do a serial-esque podcast, Brookie Pooh? might. That's up my alley. And so I hope they do great. They both seem fit. They both seem, I mean, you know, yeah. I, I don't I don't know how it's going to turn out, but just from like a pulling at your heartstrings right. uh, point of view, I want them to last a I, I want them to win as well. I'm rooting for them. However, you know, doing 10 years outside of society uh, can sometimes uh, leave you a little bit behind in the sense like, you know, I had a brother that did 10 years in uh, state prison as well. And, you know, he's been out for about like seven years now. And so, like, you know, it just took him a while to get acclimated to a lot of different things. And I feel like, you know, he still is learning and figuring things out. So I wonder how that will play in this. And I wonder if we will get to see some of those type of um like, I don't want to say triggers, but like, you know, uh, like to this day, like my brother doesn't like to be in a car uh, just because he just spent so much time in prison that like sometimes just cars make him nervous. So I'm just wondering if we'll get to see any of that. But like, y'all know me, I got a, a thing for people in the jail. So, OK, I'm I'm here for Ryan. OK, I mean, and Dusty, too. Hey, Dusty. I, I actually think what you just said is really interesting. Because the race sometimes goes to places that are triggers. I mean, they've gone to Auschwitz. They've gone to, you know, Nelson Mandela's prison cell. They've gone to places that have very significant meaning to people. So I'm actually curious to see if there is anything this season that that would play to, to you know, his situation and, and what he's been through and, and how it's handled. So right. that'll be interesting to see. But it's also, he's with his best friend. And so I definitely think uh, Dusty might, like, take the lead, wrong or right. And I feel like Ryan is going to be right behind his side you know, following his lead and like giving him like just trusting him. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see. And finally, oh. we have Taylor and Isaiah oh. on YouTube sensation. Not, oh, not a ma- oh, not a Mary. Oh my God. Oh, uh-huh. Listen. Uh-huh. Married gay couple from Portland. L- listen, I married black gay yes. couple. And y'all know yes. how I feel about this. I talk about this a lot. You know, me growing up, uh, openly gay black man. And I feel like I never see representation, you know, not only of like myself, but like when I think about marriage and I think about different stuff like that. So this, uh, let me go follow them too. Oh, so they, they're famous because they use this flash mob at their wedding in 2019. So I've seen it. That was them. It's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they can dance. And the Amazing Race notoriously has dancing challenges. So I hope they last long enough to get to the dancing challenge. I think they're going to fly through it. The only red flag I see from them is it says that they've only been to Mexico. They're not traveled really anywhere else out of the United States. You know, that, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. But, but it doesn't. Mm-hmm. We've seen like greenhorns uh, in the sense of we've seen how this plays out at times. People that are not as traveled sometimes. Yeah. Uh, let's just hope that Taylor and Isaiah took that three legs and then that 15 month break <laughs> to really get themselves together because I'm rooting for them. And I will say knowing that the race stays predominantly in Western Europe might be an advantage for someone who's not well traveled because you're not going to be in Asian countries with certain language barriers that you wouldn't necessarily have 
Oh, that's my apple pie that you wouldn't necessarily have. Come on, apple pie. Sorry, I'm baking for Christmas um, in in Europe. So I think if if they can make it, you know, I think they'll do well at the challenges. They are so adorable together. You know me, I love love, and they seem very much in love. So I'm rooting for them. Who am I not rooting for? We're this rooting so for everybody. Like, like I know, but listen, well, listen. Let's wait till the first episode coming. You know, I'm gonna probably we'll have change some change of minds. But no, I. I love the cast. Yeah, I, I, I'm literally, I think that this was the best idea to do, Brooke, because I think, you know, normally when we just go into Amazing Race, I um I just watch the episodes and like, you know, but I feel like now I have a connection. Right. You know who you're looking for. You know who you think you're going to like. And I'm curious to see, you know, once the show airs, if any of our opinions change, if any of our thoughts are like, oh, we think maybe they're going to be weak and they come out and win the first leg with no problem. Right. I think it, it's nice to see when we're right, but it's also nice to see when we're wrong. And so I'm excited to see how it all turns out. And I'm so excited to recap the season with you. Yes. And the amazing race um january 5th with a two-hour season premiere oh yes yeah. so i know i love my two-hour premiere excited yes so we will be bringing you our amazing race coverage starting january 11th and we'll cover the whole season with brookie poo if she will have us oh, stop it you can't get rid of me Oh, I love it. Well, thank you so much, Brooke, for coming on and wetting our whistle to this season of Amazing Race and giving us the behind the scenes and the tea on some of the drama and some of the, you know, the logistical things of Amazing Race. I'm really excited to cover it. And uh, yeah, where can the people follow you, Brooke, if they want to like ask you some questions or, you know, show my Brookie Poo some love? Yes, positive vibes only, though, please. Uh, it's at uh, the real B Cam High on Instagram and the Twitter, and it's just my name on the Facebook. Yes. Well, listen, Brooke, I'm so excited. I hope that you have an amazing holiday with your family. Me too, Bryce. And listen, we will talk soon. Sounds good. See you out there. Who's the freak? Who's the freak? Who's the freak of the week? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that freaky, freaky freak? Who's the freak of the week? Might be me, might be you, might be. And on this week's Freak of the Week, I feel like for most of 2021, we spent talking about the pop sensation that is Britney Spears, okay? We were screaming, free Britney. Then after the conservatorship, <laughs> hope I said that right because y'all know I'll be butchering it. <laughs> after it ended, you know, we screaming, happy Britney. We are excited and we really do wish uh, Queen Britney well. However, baby, Britney the freak of the week this week. Because listen, a couple of days before Christmas, okay. Britney was the, you know how we all sing in the shower, you know, getting our life. Well, baby, Britney took to her bathroom and she started belting out some notes to let y'all know, okay, she still got it, question mark. Okay, and I say question mark because some people says it sounds good. Other people were like, yeah, but for me, it was not so much her singing. In the bathroom, 
It was the shady, not the shady post, but it was the post for me. Okay, so essentially, she just wrote on the post that uh, she has to be her own cheerleaders, um, and she summarizing some of the stuff she said was, "I just realized this today, guys. After what my family tried to do to me for three years, I needed to be my own cheerleader." Okay, she letting them know. Uh, she also was dropping her uh, three point six million albums sold in the US the 18th best selling album artist in ever okay she was letting them know she also was letting them know I'm not a, I'm not auditioning for anything I'm just reminding myself and the world who I am today yes I will be my own cheerleader why I'm here to remind my white classy family that I haven't forgot what they did to me, nor will I ever forget. Okay, Brittany. Then she also added, she in the studio. New music coming soon. Listen, I am so here for, first of all, Brittany cussing her family out. Although, Brittany, you shouldn't do it on social media. Now, although the day I'm recording it, the post is still up, but the caption has been deleted. So it's just her sinking. But I am here for Brittany to make a return to the music scene on her own time, her own will and effort. You know, hopefully it will be a hit. We will be here for it. But listen, if you are like me and like, well, what, what does she sound like, baby boy? I will uh, let you be the judge of that. Okay, because I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to spill the tea. Oh. 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 Come on. Okay. Okay. Oh. So, I mean, listen. I will say this. She's slightly sure. She the, the the chords still work. Okay, now the chords still work. I'm here for Britney. Now, mind you, y'all know I'm scrolling through the TikTok. Okay, and y'all know I love Lady Mama Lot feature Little Kim. Somebody on TikTok wants to say, uh, "This is the remix we all wanted." Now, listen to this, y'all. <laughs> Why would they put Britney in there like that? But listen, we are here for it. If Britney Spears is our freak of the week, Purple Pants Posse, that means we are coming to the end of the last Purple Pants podcast of 2021. Okay, I can't believe it. But listen, before the year is out, please make sure you subscribe to the Purple Pants podcast. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever it is that you get your podcasts from. We are there. Hit the subscribe button, write a review, give your baby boy some five stars and make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. That we going on the journey, the road this year, cause it's a, it's a, it's a. It's the purple pants. It's the purple pants. It's the purple pants podcast.
Y'all better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.